folks, welcome back to Build It, the non-league soccer podcast where we speak to non-league soccer people and other people. Uh, my name is Nick Miles, calling in from Des Plaines, Illinois. Joining me as ever, all the way from sunny DeKalb, is Mr. John Hall, owner, president, custodian, I believe, whatever title you want. Hi, John. Hey, buddy. How are you doing? I'm wonderful. I like that you still, in five years of working with me, you still don't know what my role is here, and I think that's fantastic. I, well, I think it's, but I'm going to claim it's because you don't know what your role is. Like, I, I know what your role should be, like Grand Poobah sitting there giving dictation and, you know, delegating work, but I don't think you're capable of doing that. So therefore, if you're going to do sales, <laughs> that dilutes it. If you're going to go and stick your finger into my marketing side of things and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So suck it. Um, anyway, <laughs> joining us this week, uh, Squabble, uh, is a friend and colleague, uh, Troy. Hello, Troy. Hey, how's it going, guys? Uh, appreciate you bringing me on. No worries, no problem at all. Um, just to do you the full service, could you give us your full name, rank, number, um, and your current occupation so people can then get a better idea of why you're here? Yeah, most definitely. So uh, my name's Troy Talaga. I'm from the DeKalb, uh, Illinois area as well. As I mean, Sycamore is where we reside, right? But uh, DeKalb is where I was born, raised all over the place. But, uh, but yeah, so we run a uh, local sports performance facility here. It's called Realize Athletics. Uh, everything to do from youth all the way up to young adults. So that goes ideally, well, even adults actually. So we train people athlete-wise up until uh, 26. So we deal with anyone pretty much from 6 to 26 uh, in the local DeKalb County area. We, uh, yeah, so we deal with injury prevention and sports performance. All right, learn very simplistically, lift with your knees, not your back, right? That sort of stuff. <laughs> yep, yep. Far more advanced than that. Ergonomics, yeah. right? <laughs> <laughs> slightly, but slightly more advanced than that. Um, all right, John, would you want to start the ball rolling as to why we got John on here? John, uh, Troy is a very new um, friend of the club. He's been, obviously he's been known in the community for a long time, but he's just jumped on board as one of our new sponsors for season 2023. Uh, we thought it'd be a good idea to get Troy on, but John is now going to explain why. Yeah, so so to the uh, to both of the listeners out there, um, I think one of the things that we've learned with our club is, um, you know, a lot of people go out and, and try to just get people to write checks or do different things or whatever. Uh, I think our relationship with Troy and Realize Athletics has, has come about in a different way where, um, you know, obviously it's, it's fairly young, what, four, five, six months in Troy, whatever, but... Yeah. We're um, we're like kind of working together um, in a unique way in uh, that Troy and the and the space that he has had some room in the back, uh, which was actually a storage room, and uh, we met and uh, worked out um, a situation where we could make that our headquarters, which we've put out and people have seen, and I've had a lot of people ask me like, well, how the hell did you get an office? And um, and I and I tell people genuinely, we went in and talked to to you, Troy, and um, told you what we were about, and you told us what you're about, and what you know we can tell what you're passionate about. And and I guess the moral of the story is there's a lot of ways you can work together with with partner businesses in your community, and um, so that's kind of I, I just wanted to like set the bar out there that you know you you don't have to think as things are not always just transactional. Um, yeah. So my question, I guess, to, to have you on, Troy, and then let you do a little bit of the talking, of course, um, just quickly give us a little, I know, I know a little bit of your background in sports and athletics and what got you passionate about what you do. Give us that background real quick, and then I'll, i got a few other questions for you. Yeah, most definitely, man. Uh, well, and as as you touched on, obviously, we'll get in more to it. I wanted to ask a question mid, mid-sentence there, but I figured I'd let you finish. But, yeah, you know, as far as uh, how you guys approached it, it was it was definitely different than I've ever – I've ever experienced, like you said, right. It's most, most things I've dealt with outside of engagement with the athletes and the clients I have, uh, but like bringing new people in, it's always been transactional, right? So uh, one thing I did appreciate about you from the start was how community-driven, engagement-driven, uh, uh, team spirit-driven you were as far as keeping everyone together and, and camaraderie and everything like that. Um, I, I definitely noticed that right off the bat. So, you know, this this the whole approach, the the whole time we've had together to get to know each other, it's, it's definitely been eye-opening from a business standpoint where you see – uh, you plant the seeds and the intent's true. 
And I think from the start, right, if it wasn't going to work, we would have been upfront about it. Uh, but here we are, you know, five, six months later. And I think it's gone well so far. And it is continuing to build. So not to get lost in that. So, uh, but just to piggyback on kind of what you said. So, yeah, uh, anyways, background for me and uh, sports wise. So football guy through and through, I've played all sports all the way up until uh, high school, uh, baseball, basketball, football more so, uh, and track and field. So, you know, I think through as time went, you know, it always the, the movement of uh, athletes, high speed athletes in particular, impact, stuff of that nature always always amused me and always kind of, you know, caught my interest. I always wanted to know how to get better, how to get faster. And that was because I wasn't always, uh, and I, and you know, I'm, I'm a good athlete. I, I've, I got good genetics, but you know, you get around some of these high end all American, uh, division one athletes, professional type of style athletes, and you watch them move. And I would watch them as I was growing up. And there's things that I noticed that I didn't have from physical attribute that I had to develop. Uh, and a lot of that, right, you know, was brought through injury or uh, getting around mentors to present certain messages, certain ways to me so I'd understand it. Uh, but, you know, as far as, yeah, the background of myself, right, it, it started with football. Uh, I'm a very, very leadership type of guy. You know, you get you get a group in front of me and I'll take them and I'll lead them how we need to. So I think a lot of it, you know, with my background was. I've always liked to uh, work hard. I always like to be gritty. So, you know, with that, I think it always kind of led into my passion of uh, wanting to coach. But I didn't realize that's where my career path was going because obviously, you know, you're in school. And my dad, uh, he was a local uh, – well, he still is. He's a local union guy. He's He, he was 393 out of Aurora, and then now he's in Rockford because they, they're, uh, their local got uh, – gosh, I want to say it just got diminished or whatever. So it, it's not present anymore. But, you know, so my dad's always been hardworking guy. My mom's always been a hardworking mother as well. So work ethic's never been a hard thing for me. But I can tell you, I know I always thought differently. I always ask questions of like origins, you know, where did something come from? How, how do we obtain it? And it's never been I think anything to get done has never really been in question. I think it's always like, how do you get it done? And over time, I, I saw that people really latched on to that. And that's something that, you know, I ended up growing into. And, you know, from playing professional arena football to semi-pro to college to high school, that was something with my personality and my leadership and my characteristics that I saw I was passionate about and that I could actually, and let's be honest, right? We got to make a living, but we got to enjoy what we do to some extent, I wasn't keeping jobs, working at factories or stores. So at some point I realized I had to do my own thing. And, uh, and it was honestly because I didn't feel purposeful when I'm not helping kids out. I, you know, so yeah. So to give you that background, I mean, uh, sports driven, uh, grew up in the area and always want to see kids do better. And I think that's from a personal experience because I didn't have that big brother or coach mentor growing up. So, yeah. So you've had uh, you. I know you you were down in Florida for a bit and stuff. You've had realized going for a little bit, um, and some of the things you and I have talked about offline. But like, what's your, what is your long term? You know, five year, ten year, whatever plan with realize and um, and then I want to dig into how, you know, community stuff and all that fits in. But, yeah. Uh, what's the, what's the plans in the so year and long term? <laughs> Yeah. So uh, near and long term, you know, to be honest, the five to 10. So, I mean, give you a little background on how that maneuvers. Right. I got a two year old daughter and then a, a five year old son. He turns five in May. So, you know, obviously the the five and 10 year visions fit around finances, but also family. I would obviously love to be in Florida, uh, but our 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 support system, our uh, family, our friends, everything that I'm passionate about sits in the Midwest. Uh, and again, you know, so we call this place home, but, uh, so a five to 10 year vision, I would obviously like to see more realized athletics up, but I don't want to saturate things either. So I know there's only so much I can do before you got to start, you know, getting into investors and all that. And then you're dealing with things that might not be seen by me, which, you know, is, is why I like doing the business I'm doing because like I get hands on with all the kids that come on. Right. So, uh, whether it be hearing about how Billy has bad grades and, or about how Jimmy's flexing in the mirror and his mom's never seen it, you know, those are things to me where, uh, that's, what I enjoy doing. It's, it's a philosophy, right? So, uh, from a 10 to a five to 10 year vision, I would love to see 
realize athletics too open. Uh, and I'd like to put one realistically probably in the South, um, and that will take time. So, uh, but if not, you know, within that five to 10 years, I want to also, we, we got a seven on seven youth flag football league coming up here. So we're going to compete in the Westmont league. And that's something that I've been really hoping and, and looking forward to starting up the last year. And finally it's coming to fruition and surface. Uh, so, you know, going forward, definitely want to continue to put more kids in the position to succeed, right? Uh, college recruits, scouting grades, getting videos out there, more exposure, whether it be through seven on seven, softball, soccer, basketball, you name it. Uh, I think me growing up as a kid, I didn't have that. So when you get in front of these coaches, and from a and when you get in front of these coaches or, or school or schools that want you and you don't know how to necessarily present yourself, well, those are something I want to be be there for for these kids that, to help them get to the next level. So, from a five to ten year vision standpoint, definitely a realized athletics too in Florida would be ideal. But you know, more so too, I want to get more engaged with the community and really develop and continue to develop the culture in which we 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 have started to build here. So. So, um, Troy, this is, you know, this is where we, uh, we, we I just kind of go off script a little bit. Yeah. It's just that. But so one of the things that, that you've been upfront about since we've known each other for, for these past few months is um, you're, you're very much, uh, as you mentioned, hands-on, like you teach most of your classes, you handle admin, you handle payments, you handle paying bills for the facility, paying your rent. Um, I, like you primarily do everything for your business, correct? Yeah. Yep. So, we could say a job, right? <laughs> well, right, right. So, yeah. so, but, but I think that's like, that's something that we all are working on. And Nick alluded to it at the beginning of like, even I meddle in stuff that I probably should just let these, these great people deal with. But um, <laughs> like, what are your thoughts about, not, and I don't want to call it a weakness because you're passionate and in, in what you're doing and everything, yeah. but like, to grow to these next things and take on the seven on seven and to take on a, maybe you find something and get it going in Florida or whatever. Like at some point you have to sort of let go of some of it. Right. Oh, and yeah. I guess just cause that, that applies to every small business in the world that somebody starts it cause they're, they like coffee. So they start a coffee shop, but then they're in there making coffee at four in the morning and yep. Like what, like what, uh, I guess, I don't know. I don't know what the question is. What's your, like, what are you going to do? How are you going to try to make things easier on yourself by to scale know, business, correct. People, whatever. Yeah. Just to, to, to not stay, but also to grow and to, to like yeah. achieve those goals and do more community. And like, how do, how do you address all that? So, uh, and you know, and so this year is actually, well, this past year has really been progressive in effect. So we actually opened up Realize Athletics. Uh, it's been a year, a year and like a week from now, actually. So once we moved back from Florida, it was last November. It took about two, three months to prep the place. We opened the doors February of 2022, and here we are February of 23. Uh, what we did in this past 12 months, I think, uh, was a lot more progressive than it was the prior three years. So, you know, getting you guys like DKCU, individuals like that involved, they're always nice and, and it's great, right? Because we talk about community, it's only to grow as well. Now, uh, to answer that question, so you guys do make it easier to get exposure. Now, if we're talking like admin and the payables and the receivables, you know, to grow, definitely to scale this business, you know, I need someone I need a couple people and, and it starts with kind of that board sense of uh, individuals, right? People that respect the vision, understand the expectations, know the standard, know the culture. So yeah, getting people in to scale this business is going to be crucial. So uh, to answer that, you know, I, I have recently actually this month, starting on the first of this month, we started getting NIU interns in to help with the coaching. Uh, now, while I'm still there, obviously they're, they're able to help shadow and whatnot, but I think that's just the start, right? Like, so, whereas prior, I never dealt with bringing in interns and that's more so because I, I knew that that's something I like to do is, is a pre, essentially present a job for myself, but more so I'm passionate about it. But as I get older, um, I turned 30 this year. Again, I mentioned my two kids, you know, as I look to scale business more, you know, I think, and that's when you come across 
you saturate your message for money uh, or do you keep the ethics right? So like, obviously at some point when you start to try to gain financially, you, you give in other areas. And, and I understand that. And uh, so my main thing, I think, like you said, going forward is definitely getting more people involved to help with uh, daily in and outs, whether it be media, you know, admin work, receivables, payables, bills, uh, local exposure, right? Stuff that you're talking about, like with the DKCU, that greatly helps. And, you know, I think my big thing to step on that next level, John and Nick, is going to be getting a board put together and delegating responsibilities in which realize needs done to thrive. Yeah. What talk, Nick, Nick's a marketing guru. What, uh, like in the last year, what has been your marketing approach? How do you get the word out about you? How do you tell your story? I don't think if it's, whether it's a sports performance facility or a soccer club or a coffee shop, you're, you're still trying to get, people excited about what you're excited about. So what's your approach been over the last year? Yeah. So a, a lot of it's honestly been word of mouth. I either have people refer people or I'll post on uh, Instagram or Facebook. So I'm not too big into Twitter, which is honestly a, a very weak point. And, and honestly, I don't have time for it. Right. So there's those things where we could be missing out on, let's say a 20, a 20% increase in business. And I'm just not dabbling in it. And and I'm not even having someone at a low rate or just free time dabble in it either, which I do think, you know, if I want to continue to grow, that's going to be critical to make to trust other people and make those decisions. Right. So uh, social media wise. Yeah, just and it's nothing major. I don't do uh, mail. I don't do mailbox to mailbox. I don't send out flyers. I don't get in local magazines. Um, I don't do paid ads. And those you know, and again, obviously a marketing, uh, a marketing background individual would know what all those things have payouts with and if they're actually worth time. And so, yeah, so, you know, so as far as <laughs> me, most of my demographic and people I engage with come from Facebook and Instagram. So I think I do it. I, I from a marketing mm -hmm. standpoint, I do what's comfortable, but not, not that, I mean, not as what is needed, if that makes any sense. Yeah, it totally does. I would say, not to jump in on this, but um, I yeah. wouldn't worry about where you're not. I would worry about where you are. Um, certainly for your demographic, like Twitter, you can basically, you're basically we're just walking into a pub, into a bar and just shouting, right? Unless you strike up conversations, unless you're prepared to spend time cultivating relationships with individuals. It's very much a one-on-one, -on -one, almost a brand recognition thing. You're not going to get a huge upturn in business because you happen to be on Twitter. Uh, for us, it's great because there is an element of our marketing strategy that is nationwide stroke global yeah. he said arrogantly but you know we can sell a jersey and a remote season ticket to anyone and their money is as good as anyone's where your people have to come in so i wouldn't worry about twitter at all i wouldn't if you if you're happy just playing around on instagram and or facebook i would just say that stay in your lane and absolutely nail that don't worry about what you're not doing the authenticity of i like being on facebook and here's a picture of me drinking a coffee in a local barista with a local barista is way more than well it's 4 30 on a tuesday afternoon and it, my schedule your, your growth is just going to be organic right it's like because it's word of mouth you can invest some some into it and we can absolutely talk online offline regardless about paid advertising through facebook and, and instagram and i think there is value in it because we can hone in on you know a people that are prepared to drive to call it 10 miles 100%. but bigger than that i think just your the because you nominally are the brand of realize certainly for now i think your tone your voice is way more important than anything else just being there and being constant is huge all not all a lot of the clubs that are in our league and in our divisions have these social media accounts and they don't utilize them we're we're guilty right well i put out stuff on all the platforms i can but it's essentially the same tone of voice and people on linkedin are essentially business con contacts who are looking for something people on twitter are you know yep there for the crack um and people who know our twitter feed know that we you know we are somewhat disrespectful of other people on twitter but that those two tones of voice don't necessarily chime but when i'm putting something out i just can't be bothered diversifying the the the, 100%. the, the tone so i would say just yeah, I would just say be be hmm. you, but be there. Like pick a I, pick a lane and just go for it. Be king of your empire. And I like that, man. And it's it's you know everything you said. Actually, um, it's uh, I feel like 
everything you said, I'm, and this is this year's goal, right? So like one thing I noticed definitely in particular with uh, John and, and DKCU and everything you guys do, it's, it's engagement, it's community feel. So like, I know this year, my main thing is, is getting as many shirts, stickers, uh, culture type of feel out there. Whereas prior years, it was more how many posts, like you said, right? You got a timer that goes off. I need to get a post out. Uh, And those things draw anxiety, right? Because you got to put some thought behind them. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, so like as I, as DKCU is really getting involved, I see like, hey, you know, how are you really going to get your brand out there without getting out there? It's going to be, you know, these kids are excited to wear these shirts, these jerseys. These kids are excited to go to these seven on sevens. These kids are excited about the awards that come with Lifter of the Week, you know. And I, I know that within the past 12 months, there's things I've learned. There's things I've rehashed. Uh, but this year, uh, you know, the main goal is going to be what DK and kind of to piggyback on DKCU, right? But to really get everyone involved uh, and get them, you know, I, I think the main thing when you see people drive around in Mercedes, that Mercedes logo sits a different type of class than the Lexus or, or than these other cars. These guys have something to talk about. Uh, same thing with my knee injury, right? I, I recently had ACL and CL meniscus surgery. Now it's funny because I have these random conversations with people who come up to me and ask me about my knee. Now, let's say that's a, a realized athletics logo emblem uh, slogan that we have. Now, all of a sudden, people are connecting with people they had no clue about, right? Next thing you know, you you might have done something for some kid that you had no clue would have happened if you weren't present. And uh, and I think ultimately, like as as you piggyback, as you said too, a lot of it, you know, I'm I'm okay with the I'm okay with the Instagram, I'm okay with the the Facebook, but this year I want to get community culture and really grow the business from exposure standpoint. And not like, hey, you know, we're going to throw an event and we expect this amount of money back. No more so, hey, we're going to throw an event and we'd love to see as many people out there. I care less what it brings in, really, right? But uh, yeah. but yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think I, we're talking marketing strategy 101 here, and you know, this is free advice for everybody, but that sort of community involvement doesn't happen hmm. from you sitting in your bedroom um, sending stuff out right that that comes from taking the time to be on facebook to be on instagram or whatever and interacting with people on your timeline and boosting your own profile yeah. without trying to sell anything the worst thing you want to be is just a just a timeline that's selling whether it's an event whether it's a membership whether it's a whatever right what you want to be doing is is amplifying other events in the hope that someone amplifies you 100 down the line well and you know to uh and like i said you yeah. know i think as you go through it it's funny because as I was brought to, you know, really looking at things from an outside eye, it's kind of like, you know, I ask myself every year kind of what my three fears are. You figure you got uh, fear of failure, fear, of, uh, fear of success and fear of judgment, right? So failure, I think any athlete knows how that goes. Uh, fear of success, you know, if you're not ready to take on the responsibilities of, uh, let's say, multiple people, a couple hundred individuals, uh, and you're not ready for it, right? Uh, and then the fear of failure. That's something or the fear of uh, judgment. That's something where, I mean, even to now, like I have a hard time going business to business and just having a conversation with someone. And that's always been, you know, communication is I'm, John can even tell you, he'll text me. I won't text him back for three days. Not because I don't like the guy. The guy's awesome. Right. But like more so, too, I'm just terrible with communication. And uh, mm-hmm. and that's something like just from a community standpoint that that makes people question you. Right. And I think, you know, as my weakness, that's I got to sure. get out yeah. more and, uh, and and be myself and be there. Like you, everything you just said was I wish I had to talk to you before this podcast. Right. That's what I so when, I when I met Troy. That's that's kind of like I mean, I think within that first hour, Troy, we kind of were like, well, like, you knew this is what I'm really good at. I'm really passionate about working with athletes and I really need help with business stuff, marketing like ideas, just all this stuff. And, and that was kind of what I had hoped, you know, as a, as a club, you know, sharing your space that you would see things that we did, even if we didn't sit down and talk about it, but it would like, just, there'd be sort of like that indirect benefit to you that, yeah, wow, what if that's a good idea? I could do the exact same thing. And hmm. it's not necessarily like coaching. Cause as we've admitted many times, we don't really know what we're doing, but we're doing yeah. stuff and some of it works, some of it doesn't. So uh, like one of my questions for you was, was as a local small business, you know, that's run primarily by one person, 
um, like, I guess, sell others on like, like these are good local organizations to be a part of. If you have a local club in your community, like that's a good thing to to figure out a way to work together in any capacity. And yeah. well, and not to our know, own horn. But what have what have we been able to do for you that you can share with others? Yeah, no, seriously. So uh, literally everything you, you hit on the nail, but let, let me uh, let me piggyback off that. Right. So uh, exactly what you said, man. So, you know, I think you made it present to me with how you guys present yourself is to be yourself and really to get out there. Right. So, you know, to answer that, I I could tell you and I've been able to implement it, too. And the clothing and apparel aspect of of how far you're not paying for a piece of clothing, you're paying to bring people together. And that's something that it took me time to realize with you guys. Uh, I was like, you know, I'm, I'm trying to watch you put all this stuff in the back, you know, all your clothing and stuff. And I'm like, dude, I was like, what are they, what are they doing? You know? And, and, and then after sure as shit, John, two, three weeks went by. I was like, now I understand, right. This is where I'm really missing is the fact that when someone brings up realize, do they, do they back it? Do they all understand it? Or when someone brings up DKCU, you happen to have two, three other people in the room that, hey, my son goes there or my my sister's son goes there. My nephew, my cut, like my sister's son plays in that league. This account. And it's like, you know, the more that I've gotten out, I, I, I really come across more people who are involved with DKCU. Uh, so, to, you know, to, to say that, right, I think ultimately you guys have really helped me from uh, a standpoint of marketing culture uh getting the business exposure but then you guys also have helped me you know we put together a camp where we had the camp completely full i, I think we had a class of 15 kids uh and then we had another class of five kids you know so these are things where yeah now we're talking business growth from a financial standpoint now we're bringing in numbers nice awesome we're getting soccer kids involved with realize and it's hard for certain parents to see the value in training, right? I mean, I think a lot of parents kind of just see it as, hey, go run or get out there. But again, from a culture standpoint, when when kids get around me, and I think my main thing is, is when I see a certain kid from a psychological level that needs, you know, to be focused on whether they're not confident in their movement, uh, confident with themselves, uh, confident with what they produce, you know, that was a big thing for me that that when even like the soccer kids came in, they're, they're all completely different than a lot of other sports as football players. And you got your baseball players like they're all different. Right. And essentially, you know, I, I ultimately want to say that DKCU has brought different perspective, uh, better exposure, uh, more understanding to like the soccer culture as a whole. I didn't realize football was bigger than football, you know, and I'll say that, like, honestly, and I think a lot of that. Like being a friends with Rom, I always realized like soccer was big, but it's not like football in America's unloyal. And you could see where football like soccer is a lot. It's a club. It's different. It's a family. And like, as I look around, I bet you it's funny because I have I probably over 100 people at Realize until we touch basis. I had 10, maybe 15 people who'd always wear, wear your guys' branding in, right? Your hats, your hoodies, your shirts. Tell me how they go to the, how they go to DKCU. Uh, and then you see what you guys are doing through the community with linking up with the Academy, uh, Kishwaukee. Uh, gosh, what is it, John? Finish for me. Kishwaukee. Uh, is it the Kishwaukee Club you guys also teamed up with? Yeah, the yeah, with both the youth clubs forming the academy, that that yeah. definitely that was definitely big for branding. Um, so yeah, so you know, and like as I look look back within the five months, that is what you guys have done. You guys, and like you said, you've done something where it wasn't written in the description of a lease, it wasn't written in uh, a, a sentence. Right, these are things that just so happened that they they rubbed off. I really saw where you guys are going with this. And and that's what I want with my business. I want the intent true. And I want to be able to offer what DKCU does. It's a family. It's a culture. So, you know, that brings me to my question, right? What was your guys's, when you had started this, what was your motive, right? Was it, was it community? Was it money? Was it trying to get kids to the next level? Was it trying, was it giving kids something to do? You know, like what, like, obviously you guys both have families, John, I, I know your family, you got a, you got a couple kids as well, obviously. So like, what was, what was your perspective when you guys were like, Hey, we're going to take these two other clubs and, 
and make an, you know, make pretty much an academy out of this thing and, and watch it thrive. Well, when we started the club, I, I truthfully wanted nothing to do with youth. Um, <laughs> and I'm not afraid to tell people that because it's mostly the parents yeah. that um, pushed me back in like 05 when I did club youth stuff. And I just, it just didn't interest me. I actually got away from coaching and stuff for many years. And then um, but when we started the club, it was, it was basically we're going to start a men's team and sort of semi-pro and, and we'll work with all these other youth clubs, but we, you know, we, I don't need to deal with where is my 11 year old playing? Is he on the A team or the B team? That was, that still doesn't interest me at all. Um, so it, it was more about, as we formed the club, it was, um, there is no choice but to be community focused because we don't have the money to pay for it ourselves. We don't want to pay for it ourselves. And if we want people to care, then we have to care about the people. So yeah. it, it wasn't something we actually sat down and thought about. I think it's been very organic and Nick came aboard very early. Um, and, and I think we just, I think it truthfully, the, I've said this many times we will go as far as the community takes us in terms of support, sponsorship, attendance, memberships, um, whatever. And that may mean we we don't go any higher than we do. It may mean we actually go to a lower league and spend less money and da-da-da-da-da. That's fine. Um, the development of players is great. I think that's a, that's a bonus, to be honest with you. If you can give some young players at 18, 19, 20 years old a platform and they can go on and play professionally. Um, I talked to Evan Cole. Some may remember Evan. He played for us a few years ago. He's playing in Poland professionally now. Um, That's awesome, man. So, I mean, we have some of those stories, but I don't think we shout about those because it's great, but it's not necessarily what we're here to do. We're not here to develop players in a two and a half month summer season. It's foolish to take credit for those players. We didn't do anything. They just happened to have played for us for a short time. So for us, it's what can we do to make our community better. And Nick, uh, Nick could speak on it better than I do, but he's inspired me that you, you look at what they do in England and the, the football club in town is the, is the hub of the community. And he's used that word hub all the time. But if you want to know what's going on in the community, you go to the, mm-hmm. the football club and they, and they will let you know of community events and things like that. And Nick try, if you watch our social media, Nick's always promoting food drives, coat drives, um, pancake breakfast, like, Whatever's going on, we want to tell everybody about it and help them get the word out about these good things going on. And um, now well, let me I, ask this. Yeah, yeah go keep going. Keep going. You're good. So, so the Youth Academy and, and Dan and Mike that ran the two clubs that came together, they approached us. Uh, and actually, they had both approached us individually about becoming our youth, official Youth Academy. And our mission is to unite the community through soccer. So I didn't feel at either of those two times it made sense to pick one over the rest of them when they came to us as a, as a duo and said, Hey, we want to merge and become your Academy. It only made sense, right? It's yeah, obviously the brand yeah. awareness, all these kids, instead of wearing red and blue, now everybody's wearing green in town. Um, yeah. I just, I think it, it, there was no reason to say no. And I think it makes a lot of sense. And, and I think it's going to be very telling come May when our men's and women's teams are going, how we interact and get those men's and women's players out to academy trainings and how do we link the two programs because they're separate. How do we link the adults with the youth and continue to inspire? So my thing isn't about player development, my personal thing. It's not about, it's, it's not about anything but sustainability for the club and inspiring people, right? Whether it's inspiring, inspiring Troy to be his best as an owner of Realize, inspiring a kid who's 10 that goes all of a sudden, I love soccer. And we've had so many true success stories of people who've, who've reached out to us and say, hey, my kid hated soccer, came to one DKCU game, and now they're signing up like they're playing AYSO again, they're doing club, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, it's that is what the whole thing has been. Yeah. Um, what's the What's the reason? I don't know. But we've been out there grinding for almost six years now, and it's starting to like you're starting to see the fruit from all that work. Yeah. Now let me ask you. Now let me ask you this too, right? So, like, at any point when you guys had brought Mike and then Dan, and what? So, so when they came together, like, at, at any point were you guys ever money driven? Right? Were you ever, hey, you know, we're going to do this, and 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 this is our return, or were you guys always? 
like were you guys always on the same page it's going to be community engagement you know uh culture feel was that you know and and making an impact on kids lives obviously or or have you had like let's say wrongful intent along the way no 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 not at all and not and not you in general john my fault like uh let's say the people around you right no it's it's been no it's fine i think that's the hard thing with with sports is as you know like if you could give your service away for free, you would, but you can't. Oh, right? yeah. and, and and I think that that's the problem that I think there's a lot of very passionate people that would do it for free if they could, and they can't do it for free. You got to rent fields. You got to rent space. You got to pay coaches. You got to blah, blah, blah. Um, yeah. So the youth model is different than our adult model. Like the, the youth it's, they pay, pay a fee and my daughter plays for the Academy. We pay a fee and, what it is right that's yeah that's like anything um what we try to do on the adult side is make sure that uh, and we we've had lots of chats with the academy group and the and the leadership of the academy that like you guys focus on player development but you like you're part of us and we are not just a, like we are about bringing people together right we want people high-fiving their buddy wearing the dkc you had at school like we exactly. want that that part, like you said, the family, like it's a social club. Soccer is just the thing we do. We don't go to church Sunday. We go to soccer on Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Saturdays. So yep. um, it's, it's really, it, it, no, it, it's, it's good. And it's okay that there's differences because it's different. It's different programming. You know, yeah, they're there to make kids better players. I'm here to serve the community. So, we're, so it's, now, it's different roles. And with that, you know, so that I guess it kind of just spirals me on my next question. So obviously you have people who deal with treasury, you have people who deal with media like Nick uh, and then so forth and then yourself. Now, was it hard to put together a team of people who understood the responsibilities that needed to make this thing really tick? Um, I don't think hard. It was very organic. I think even Nick, um, we've talked about this many times, and Nick and I actually – I actually bumped into each other on Twitter and he sent me a message and we did a, like a, a blog interview and then we just kind of kept in touch. And that's how it's been with a lot of our staff. Um, even, even Rom was the guy that he's our vice president now. And he came out in 2018 with one of his buddies to a game. And he's like, this is sweet. What can I do to help? And a year later he's on the board and you know, now he's, now he's the vice president and it's, it's really just like Nick has said, like, you just got to get out there and talk to people. Now, I will say that I think us being a nonprofit, you know, we're all volunteers. It's it's different than a business like you where you have, um, you know, you're running a, a for profit business. So there's nothing wrong with that. Um, but I think you can still find good people that can come work for you that could enhance your your passion and your mission and what you're really trying to solve and i i'm a big believer in any kind of business profit nonprofit, whatever um you have to have like what's the mission statement and i and i never really understood that so we started this club but that guiding principle of what are we doing and, and it guides your decisions i think it's super important um <laughs> and and i think that's one thing like you can get people excited about your your cause and your mission if you if you have one Hundred percent. Right? I think so. I think that's an important thing. I think you could. Yeah, I don't think there's any reason any business can't find a few people to to lead the charge of them. Now, compensation obviously is a factor, and what does that look like? But um, yeah, yeah, you want somebody that that shares your vision and your passion. And I think we've Nick's been a part of recruiting a lot of people that seem like they have a little interest. We have a chat with them, and all of a sudden they're hooked and want to work with the club. So I think you just got to be out there and talk. You're you're passionate about what you do. Just got to be out there and tell your story and and do your thing. You know, hundred percent, man. Well, and, and you know, not to backtrack too much, but I think uh, that's definitely. I don't want to say my idea, but I think that you know, going forward with like the seven on seven and, and outside of the training of realize itself, I know that's you know what we want to get going and and start little things like trash pickup Sundays and you know sponsor an athlete for a mentor where we have our older college guys come in and and take one of the kids that they signed up with that's a youth member at the gym to the jumpy park you know so those are things and again you know it's hard to to do all that stuff by yourself and that's where I where if I want to see the growth like like even how you guys are saying right I think it comes with getting organic getting people involved that are themselves 
And in just our short time of conversation, well, it's been 40 minutes, I want to say, uh, I can tell you I've picked up on a lot of info since just having this 40 minute conversation so far that I've really realized like, okay, there've been thoughts, but uh, these are home run hits, right? These are, Hey, be yourself, show up, uh, be consistent, show face and, and, and be honest with people. And I think, you know, at the end of the day, people build relationships with people they trust and people also spend money with people they trust and they like to be around people and, and, and organizations they trust. And that's something I've really picked up with the culture and the community feel that you guys put out there. So I do appreciate it. I can tell you that. And things you might not even realize, right? Like, I don't know if we've ever talked about the whole shirt thing, but yeah, dude, I mean, when you guys first brought in all those shirts, I'm like, it took me like a week or two to figure out what's going on here. But like, I, said, you know, I, 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 dude, I'm telling you right now, it's, uh, and, and it's great to see, cause it's not like you're, I think you, I think with me being so young as a business owner and an operator more so it's you, you work on the intent of, of, uh, financial freedom. Right. But what does that does that mean, you know, you're able to go places for free or, or dictate your time? I think that's also having a good supporting cast where, you know, where you go somewhere you are taken care of. And that's due, due in part with what you do for, for, for your free time and what you do for others. And, uh, you know, like and kind of to go back to my point, you guys, I've always heard about you guys prior to even shaking your hand or meeting you or knowing what you look like. And that's because you guys have you guys have that intent, that, that true, that honest intent. And it's, you can't bullshit that man. Sincerity, you can't BS. So. Good. Um, one thing I'm super excited about. And I think again, for, for clubs like us, like uh, I think you and I are going to talk more when we get done eventually here, but um, working on a way to utilize what you bring to the table to enhance our athletes for the three months we have them in the summer um 100% through through some sort of additional training or additional optional training or whatever that may look like um yeah but i'm really i'm really excited to see for those athletes that maybe are you know we have a lot of guys and girls that, that don't necessarily live in town where driving out specifically for a workout may not make sense but um 100% for those that do to give them that you know we train a couple of days a week on that third fourth day that they can come in and do some whatever recovery and um, season yeah. training hundred percent. Yeah. So I'm, I'm excited to see how, um, how that would work. Um, and I think that's something that other clubs and even other sports performance facilities and, and treatment, you know, facilities and all kinds of things like, like sometimes these, these local clubs like us, we're very available. So if, if yeah. you're, if you know, if you have a club in, in the town, like reach out and just see what you can do, because I think there's lots of potential for, like you said, recovery is a good thing. We got sometimes we got really tough schedules with training, training, game, training, game and five days or whatever. I mean, it can be it can be grueling oh, yeah. at times. So um, and, and then even you know, obviously you have a little space, right? We talked about it day one of, hey, it's going to rain Thursday night. Um, when your classes get done at seven, do you mind if we pop in with the team and use the little bit of the turf space and do some stuff better than not getting any work in at all? And, uh, yeah. and, uh, obviously then being able to put out some nice social media videos and stuff that, Hey, we're rained out tonight, but still training over at realize and stuff like that. So, um, hopefully that opens it. a bunch of doors for you. I mean, obviously we want to help, want to help your business grow too. You've been helping us and, uh, I want to keep that moving and. No, so no, for for sure, man. And I think, uh, you know, obviously, as time rolls, we're going to see how this snowball really builds. But I can tell you, too, I know this summer I got some good plans for your guys uh, for the in season athletes, even for the out of season athletes or the out of town athletes. I know convenience is a big thing and making sure these guys get results is even bigger. Right. So uh, effective, effective work, effective programs are always going to be critical. And I know going forward, definitely. I mean, even as Ram and I have spoken, right. Uh, something simple, like I already have a stretching and recovery protocol that I'm going to tell you, Hey, here's what these athletes will get by just joining your program. Now let's try to get them within the facility. Right. But I do think like you're saying, a lot of these other uh, programs out there or, or clubs, 
they don't necessarily have the resources or the intent to bring in the resources they need. Uh, and, and, you know, I could tell you, John, I love working with you guys. I love working with DKCU. Uh, it's never been a problem. It's always been a great turnout. So, you know, this summer, I know my main thing is I want to keep your athletes fresh. I want to keep them excited. I want to keep them goal oriented and uh, locked in to, to staying healthy and, and prevent injury all season long. Right. So if that means we get them, you know, following what I got going on day by day or staying involved with the gym day by day or just simply, you know, emailing me for a new program because they just finished their last one. That's something I look forward to doing to where, hey, that might keep, you know, your, your starting forward out from going to the bar or it might keep them from eating five guys, you know, whatever it may be. Not Well, five guys is delicious, but uh, <laughs> but, you know, I, I also think it's one of those things like you're saying where you can add resources for these young kids to get a better experience and young athletes and young men, young women to get a better experience. I think that's what it's all about. And that's something that you guys have really opened my eye to. Yeah, and, and, and I'd also, love to be a part of it. No, I appreciate. It. Yeah, that's and that's the other thing too is we're trying to recruit you know the best possible talent we can to to pick our program. If they're a college player, we want this to be a, a place that they find value and development in the summertime, so that they you know want to come back and and play beyond their college years or whatever. And and this is just another piece of building the best possible experience for these athletes. So um, for sure, really man. excited about it, Troy. Well, and you see it, I mean, definitely with like how the college game is now, the NIL, uh, and we're in a different day. It's 2023. I think everyone, they want something for something or something for nothing. And everything is in front of your face. And, you know, to, so to see certain programs be able to, to get something to offer these kids, I do think it, it, it does bring in. Uh, a different crowd. I think it brings in a, a bigger crowd for sure. And at that point, it's up to you guys and the coaching staff to weed out the ones that uh, aren't there for the right intentions. Right. But mm -hmm. uh, I think to have, like you were saying, those kind of resources, uh, I mean, you guys have, it's a seltzer with buyers brewery, correct? Mm -hmm. yeah. So, you know, things like that, it's, it, it goes far beyond a soccer club and that's obvious. And those are things, you know, where again, you can offer, you know, hey, you're part of DKCU. You got 10% off here. You got 30. I mean, I think you guys got 30% off of Papa John's going on. Uh, yeah. You know, those are, we just ate a Papa John's the other night, you know, so thank you guys for that. But you, those are things where you might not even hear back from me, but, you know, I, uh, so you, you, it's funny when you offer those kind of resources. I think that's, you know, right. That's brand awareness. That's business. That's, that's program growth. And, you know, I, I think being 30 and still, figuring out how this gear within this world is churning, uh, things like this make it a lot easier. So. Well, good. Well, I'm glad I appreciate, uh, appreciate you time jumping on Nick. I, I uh, always overshadow you. Any, uh, any follow up? I was just glad that there was someone here that could talk almost <laughs> as much as you, John. So it was, Pleasure being on the sidelines. I like that you can tell that, that Troy works in fitness because he could remember when he had a Papa John's, whereas to me it just blends into one, right? Just like this is like he's circled it on the calendar. This is my one for the year. And I'm like, geez, that's like lunch. So, um, but no, I think this, like, as an exercise in uh, non fiscal relationships, this has been a great chat, right? Because all too often on both sides, the tendency mm. is to look for what do I get out of it yeah. rather than what can I put into it? And um, yeah, we're, we're we're more than I speaking personally, and I know John, but purely on a marketing sense, I'm more than happy to speak to you as and when, whenever. Right, the the stuff that you've already done for the club in terms of the uh, the space and the clubhouse and what's what's down the pipeline in terms of training, whatever. Like you know, it's got to be reciprocal. We can't just take, 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 take. Um, and I think the potential for what you are doing within the within the community and what other people across the country are doing within their community to tie in with a soccer club and that sort of organic growth that both parties can have is it's, it's huge. It's, yeah. it's massive. It's untapped. Um, we have felt America as an outsider, America look, tends to look, I think at the major league picture and what do all these massive multi-billionaire conglomerates do for, you know, for these yeah. mega million stars. Who cares? Who cares what the Cleveland Browns are doing? Because that doesn't that we can enjoy it on a Sunday afternoon, but for the rest of the, the rest of the year, it matters not one jot. Whereas the shit that we're doing, both as a soccer club and as a gym and as a bakery and as a coffee shop, that impacts people on a daily basis, and we should be working 100%. together, not against each other. 
Thank you. So there you go. There's my rant. Um, Troy, I hope we can see you. I oh, hope we can see I'll, you down I'll, at, I'll be there to help. And um, I, sus I suspect yeah, you're going to well, be highly visible. What gotta, are you doing? Uh, I got. Uh, I'm pretty distinct, you know. I got a big head, a big brain, and I got some muscles. So I'll be there with a smile and to help, man, for sure. So, uh, uh -huh. but no, I can tell you, it, it's funny, man. I mean, I again, Ram introduced me to John and Jenny and his family and DKCU. So, you know, what's to come of this, I think, actually is going to go beyond expectations. And uh, it's funny. I mean, after I want to say the first month or two, you know, there was really no expectations other than like, I see these these guys aren't here to take advantage of me. So uh, I just let this thing play out, and I think it's going to be great. And it has been so far, and there's been no ripples. And if there are, I'm sure we'll figure them out. But I could tell you that, you know, what you guys got going on is definitely something I want to be a part of, vice versa. I'd like to you guys to be a part of Realize and, uh, you know, everything that comes with it, right? So Sounds wonderful. I appreciate it, buddy. All good. All right, gentlemen, um, Detroit, just in case there's locals listening who don't know where to find you, where can they get hold of you? Or indeed, if people want to franchise you down in, I don't know, Michigan, <laughs> everything seems to happen in Michigan these days. So, yeah, well, definitely. People so, get hold of you? Just I'm located, 303 East State Street is a, a physical location in Sycamore, Illinois, 60178. And then uh, I have social media. So, it's under Realize Athletics, which would be uh, on Instagram. And I do my Twitter and then I have uh, Facebook, but I'm not too big on Twitter. Um, you can can also go to realizeathletics.com and check out you know our information on what we offer classes class size what we do for the kids uh past and prior uh successes college athletes you know what we have done in the community and uh what we look forward to doing right so sounds great no i appreciate it sorry john any closing thoughts no, I think, but I think this is a, it's a different kind of conversation right than we had nick that we have had historically I think these are different ways, nice, um, just, a, just, a, just a different angle to approach a partnership, and I think those are important. So I appreciate, Troy, uh, I appreciate all your support over these last six months and the next six and six years and 60 years, hopefully, and, and away Let's we go. It. No, for sure, man. I look forward to it. Thank you guys for having me on. This was a great time to talk, and uh, this is one of my goals for this year to knock out is uh, public speaking and, and, uh, and gain communication, right? So good deal. Thanks, Troy. Appreciate it. Thanks, Nick. All right, gentlemen. Thank you very See much. You all the best with all the rest of your day. Speak to you later.